Welcome to the Organized Holistically podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. All right, guys. So today we are in part two of our move series for National Moving Month. And I want to provide you with the next seven tips of our 14 tips on how to prep for your upcoming move. So the next tip, this is our eighth tip that I'm covering with you today is to color code your rooms. Now, the last tip of last week was talking about packing based on the rooms, right? Packing on the, for the, packing based on the rooms where your items are going. Well, what you also want to do is to color code those rooms. So there are little dots and they're usually used for file folders. So you can find them at uh, your, your office supply store or Walmart actually carries them with their they come in a pack. Usually there's six different colors, six to eight different colors. Um, and they have the primary colors and then you may find some pastels and things like that. So you want to get a package of these. Usually a package or two of them is enough. Okay. And it depends on the number of rooms that you have in your home, but use each color as a specific color for a room. So for our move, I color, I designated red as being the kitchen. So any box that had kitchen type items in it, it got a red sticker. Anything from my daughter's room got a pink sticker. Um, anything for our bedroom, I think was a dark blue color and so on and so forth. And so every single room in your home should have a color associated with it. And the reason why you want to do this is so that you can um, let your movers know that if they see a box that has a red dot on it, take it to the kitchen. If you see a box with a pink dot on it, take it to this particular room, which is going to be the nursery. So this will coincide with your um, color map. So you, we talked about the floor maps where each of the rooms had um, the mapping of the floor. We talked about that last week. Well, you can put the color code on that same map to say, hey, this is this room is a you know the blue room and have that map taped to the outside of the door. So someone walking by can see that that's the blue room and this is where this box goes. You also may want to have a color coding map just period, you know, throughout your home in various places. So maybe at the foot of the stairs, have one, and that document would have all of the different color-coded map, color-coded dots on it with the name of the room. And like, is it upstairs? Like with arrows showing it's upstairs or it's down the hall or, or however you want to depict that. That way, again, if I'm coming in the door with a box, there should be a color-coded map there to show me which direction to go for that particular color, right? So maybe if you're set the front door, the pink maybe goes to the right and the blue goes to the left, that lets them know which direction to walk with that particular box. Again, this is really helpful if you have a lot of people helping you move and you have a lot of stuff that you can easily identify boxes. The other reason why I love love the color coding of the boxes is especially if you have a storage facility where you are storing things temporarily you can easily see you know find or locate what you're looking for based on the color coding so if i'm looking for you know special dishes for a particular you know party or something and i've got to go to a storage shed to locate it i can easily 
eye the boxes and see, oh, all the red boxes are over here. Let me go and look at these labels to see which of these is what I really need. So it can come and help handy outside of a move as well. The next thing I want to talk about is creating a box inventory. So um, for those of you um, who are on long moves across the country, um, this can be extremely important for you uh, to prove that you have received all the items that you have asked them to deliver. This can also be helpful if um, you have really for local moves as well, but I find that it's even more so for across country, right? Your items are out of your eyesight. You don't have any control over them. You can make sure that all the boxes were delivered, but it is helpful. We were able to identify that we were missing something and to locate where that was um, easily by the inventory that we had written down. Now, this isn't always practical, especially if it's a really quick move um, or something that you have to do fast. But it again, it is extremely helpful. So if you are in the process of, or if you have the time to declutter ahead of time, so let's say you have for you know, a month or two uh, prior to a move, then I would definitely recommend trying to do this um, in the process of your packing. Okay, so um, I created my box inventory because we were moving things to our storage facility. And before we put our house on the market, we were moving as much stuff out of the house as possible to stage it um, for sale. So I wanted to be able to quickly locate items um, should we need them, you know, should we need to retrieve them from this um, storage facility prior to moving into our new home. So I also knew that it would help me with the counts um, and to identify what, you know, what was in each box as we began to unpack it. So there are a number of different reasons why you want to have a box inventory. Um, and hopefully you understand from what I shared with you today. All right, so the next, hopefully most of you all will know to do this, but go ahead and pack a bag or two, okay? Each person in your home should probably pack as though they were going to go on a week or weekend long trip. Um, you know, packing a couple of clothes, their toiletries and all of that. You're going to be exhausted when you finish moving everything that you need to move, okay? Um, and all you are gonna wanna see is your bed and maybe, if you're lucky, a shower, right, before you go to sleep. So when you finally wake up, you're gonna need to be able to locate your toiletries and a change of clothes and all that good stuff. So what are you going to spend the day doing on day two, right? Are you going to unpack everything? I would say not. Well, in the case of you know, you not having all of that stuff available to you, you if you haven't packed this bag, it's going to be a little difficult to find where is that box? Where are my, you know, where's my contact solution? Where are my toiletries so I can take a shower? Where are my towels? All of those things are going to pop up. Um, so you want to make sure that you put all of your valuables in this bag, that you put anything that you need on a day-to-day -day basis in this bag so that you don't have to worry about having everything unpacked day one, um, you know, when you move into your new space. All right, so having said that, 
I would also encourage you to pack a box or two. Um, you're going to use the same premise as the previous um, recommendation, um, but you need to be able to find a couple of key items. So the box that you're going to pack is going to have your sheets in it, your coffee, any snacks you need, of course, your towels that we discussed. Um, and so this box is kind of your emergency kit, if you will. So the bag, the previous um, item or tip was to, to get your toiletry bag. This is focused on you. It's your toiletries, it's your, the, your medicines, it's your jewelry, it's your clothing, it's your shoes, it's your underwear, right? But the box is more for household things. It's your sheets, it's your towels, it's your coffee, your snacks, your cleaning supplies, anything that you are truly going to need um, on day two and sometimes on day one. Um, some of you may choose to pack this quote unquote box of items in your suitcase, right? So you may have one suitcase that's for your clothes and your personal items and one suitcase or um, bag for your home items or the most critical items that you need access to. Um, if you have bulkier items, maybe you're going to have more than one box or bag, and this is going to be deemed the emergency box that gets un unpacked first, right? Um, I also encourage you to pack or carry this box in your vehicle to ensure that it it arrives at your location safely and you know where it is, right? There's nothing worse than needing something that you pack specifically to have and then you can't locate it. Um, again, we're just thinking about a week-long trip. Think about going to the beach and you've packed everything that you need for your beach trip. It's kind of that same mentality uh, when you're moving. Uh, and then this leads me to your cleaning supplies, making sure that you have what you need to prep your new location. Um, you're going to need to clean not only your new space, but you're also going to need to clean your old space once everything is out of it. Um, and so if nothing else, make sure these items are the last thing loaded on your moving truck. Unless you're moving across country, then you may consider putting them in your vehicle um, because you may arrive before your stuff arrives or planning to purchase them. If it's a long distance, just say, hey, we'll purchase our cleaning supplies once we get there and go ahead and clean the new location. It is also good to have someone who can go to the location ahead of time and clean before your things arrive. Uh, that way you don't have to worry about putting your stuff in a dirty space. Um, and even if it's a new home, uh, I had a friend recently who, who moved into a new build. And although they were supposed to have it professionally cleaned beforehand, it really was not to par. So again, plan for it regardless if it's a new space or an old one. All right, the next tip is to schedule your utilities to start um, at your new location and to end at your old one. Make sure that you're accounting for the time that you need. So, you know, you need to ensure your utilities, that's your water, your electric, and or gas, if your home has it, is turned on at your new location. Um, I would say the morning that you plan to move in, if not the day before. A lot of places actually don't cut it off, especially if you're moving in after someone else has left. 
um, it may cross over. Um, if it's a tight enough schedule, it may cross over where they really don't cut it off. Um, but it's going to be hard to clean your new home in the dark, right? With And without water. <laughs> so you want to make sure that it is available to you. Um, you also want to verify how they're going to calculate your new and your old bills. So you don't get overcharged for not cutting it off. And then someone else coming into the space and using that space for that time. So when thinking about your old space, um, when is your, your drop dead out date? Like when is the date where you are supposed to be out of that space um, and using that as your base? But if you plan to be out sooner than that, then taking that into consideration, but don't overestimate. So if you're in the neighborhood, I would say, um, and if your schedule allows that don't pick the day that you're moving, pick the day after so that if you are too tired and can't get it cleaned or, or you still need to get stuff out of there that you still, you have some leeway and can go an additional day before everything is shut off in that space. All right. Um, and then I definitely encourage you to eat a healthy breakfast or a healthy lunch, depending on the time of your move. And I know that this seems so simple, but so many people forget about the step. And so they try to um, start moving and doing things on an empty stomach. And that is not good. Um, you're going to be active on your move day and you don't want to run out of energy or worse, have a medical issue due to your blood sugar being low. Um, or some, you know, if, if you're not eating properly, you know how things go. So eating something substantial, um, you know, is important, but don't go to crack a barrel or <laughs> some other heavy food that's going to leave you lethargic or make you sleepy, right? You want something that's going to give you energy um, for that day. Uh, and then, of course, having food available for you to snack on throughout the day is important just to keep that energy level up. All right. So I hope you found these tips helpful and that they are things that uh, you can utilize in your next move day. Um, and feel free to check out the various resources we have available on the blog um, for your use. So until the next time, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.